Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning. Good morning. Oops, got to turn some stuff off over here. Turn the banner off. And come to me. (laughs) Good morning. How is everyone this morning? Be sure and comment. Let me know you're there. Say hello. Let everybody else know you're there. You might get into a conversation with somebody. We should be live on YouTube. I've had, uh, I've been trying to start the live stream early enough so that when I, good morning, good morning, I see you. Uh, when I start actually the video and the audio for me, then there's none of this 30 second wait time. Of course, I'm not big enough over on YouTube to to have to worry about that at all. Good morning over on Clapper. I have to say, it's kind of hard <laughs> to, to do both of these, but we're working on it. Good morning over there. Well, it's Friday again. And uh, of course, we've been for a little while doing the unscripted, live unscripted on Fridays. And um, it's kind of unscripted. I do have a little bit of stuff to talk about just to kind of prime the pump, so to speak. And uh, I'm open to almost anything, any questions, just almost PG-13, please, (laughs) that you might have, um, any comments that you might have. Morning, Mike, in the hosting community. Yeah, hey, so um, some, it's not brand new, but it's new. I've got the Telegram group. I, uh, I, when I first set it up, uh, it's t.me slash Holstein house. And when I first set it up immediately, I got a spammer. So I put it on private. Well, I've opened it up again today and we'll see how long that lasts. So t.me slash Holstein house house, H O L S T E I N H O U S E one long phrase. And if you want to come over and hang out at Holstein house on telegram, we can get into some conversations over there. So that's part of the community, part of the YouTube community out there. YouTube is under my name, Robin Holstein. So uh, you guys hop over and, and say hello. Say hello. What are you guys doing over there, Chris and Mike? Besides just kind of goofing off. You busy today? You got big plans for the weekend? I've got, well, I was going to, and I was going to talk talk about this here in a minute. Um, I'm supposed to take the uh, ham radio technician's exam tomorrow. That's probably going to get pushed back. There are some things that need to be done here and um, 
some things here at Holstein House and some things at the church that need to be taken care of really before Sunday if I can get it done. It's not like the church is going to fall down or anything if I don't, but there's some things that I need to get out of the way. It's just um, moving moving some stuff around, cleaning some stuff up that needs to be um, cleaned up. It's about 11 p.m. and just regular errands for the weekend. Yeah, I, f I forget that you the time difference, and I'm sorry about that. I know it in the back of my mind, Mike, but I, I just don't think about it. So you you you're more than getting ready to go to bed for the evening but regular errands on the weekend so what constitutes a regular errand groceries or fuel or movies or we're not moving very much today yet minus 40 this morning Ooh, minus 40 I don't why do you why why do you want to live where it's that cold I mean cold zero is one thing for a few days but I oh it just hurts me and I guess it's you know it's what you're used to it's what we're all used to um, I'm I'm used to a, a more temperate climate you know we get down to the zeros and a little bit below on occasion through the winter maybe one or two days there's some winters we don't even get down that far, but I just cannot imagine because your water lines and everything would have to be so deep. Groceries, laundry, and a few things around the house. Yep, Mike, that's that's what we'll be doing over here too, in addition to some stuff over at the church. So I um there we our pianist, I love her. I really do. She's been ill for a long time and not able to be there at the church, really, and not able to play since, not before COVID, because she was there a little bit, because we, our church is so small that we could, you know, have everybody um, six feet apart, plus the masks and all that stuff, if they, if they warm, and not have to worry about it. So we, we continued to have church services for a long time even while some of the other churches were not, they were fully online. <clears throat> and our pianist, um, she would come in, but she got to where she has issues with uh, circulation in her legs and she got to where she just could not be out. So we'd move the piano from its intended place and to uh, uh, where it was easier for her to get to a long time ago. She's not gonna be back she's just not well enough to walk into the church walk up the stairs sit at the piano so she's not so we need to move the piano back where it originally was supposed to be and she um she had a microphone and all and so all of that stuff needs to be shuffled around we'd moved one of the big speakers we've got some of those really old pv speakers the from the 70s that that stand about four foot tall i mean really big ones and so they not it's not that it's other than it's awkward it's not that bad to move but i'll have to have some help to move it and move, to move the piano so we'll have to unplug some stuff from the pa and just shuffle some stuff around that really has needed to be done for a while. And I'd like to get that taken care of before, um, before much longer. Yeah. Um, 
Chris, it's where you grew up, but I, I get it. I get it. That, but I just can't. <laughs> I, I just, I don't think I could do it. I have enough trouble here, and I'm, I'm just uh, two houses or two lots from where I was born and raised. And uh, I just sometimes here it just is so cold that I, it hurts. It just hurts my bones all the way through. And I lived in Texas for a little while. I lived at Fort Hood, Texas for a little while down in Colleen Copper's Cove, Fort Hood. And it was so nice. And this time of the year, it is already warm. And I could sit out and I just could soak up. And my bones would feel so much better. Um, it just, it was really great. Now, now, August, it was miserable late July, August, and early September, it was, you, you didn't go outside, you didn't go outside, but it, uh, it was so nice to be that warm, I don't want to live in Texas again, I'm, I'm over that, I've got all that out of my system, I, uh, I'm fine here, I'm fine here, I'm fine to, to live out my time, now the husband, I think he wants to go south, when he retires and after we have no more obligations here, no more family obligations here, I think he wants to go south. I don't know how far south would go. I have to take a map and see where and 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 see where Tornado Alley ends, where hurricanes end and hurricanes from this side ends and and just find that little 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 section of the United States you live Chris lived in Texas as a boy, but for some silly reason, we moved back to Canada. Is that where your extended family's from, Chris, Canada? I mean, that might be why. <laughs> but I'd, I'd, where I'm at here in West Virginia is a really good spot. It's we don't, where I'm at. I don't, even though we're very close to the river, there is enough of a gully between us and the river that it would it would take a flood like Noah, you know, back in Noah's day to get me. Um, and the snow isn't too bad too long when it comes. I think the longest we've had really paralyzing snow was a couple weeks. And Mike grew up in Northern California, not as cold as some places, but I now prefer hot weather, easier for me to cool off than warm up. Yeah, I rather, I, yeah, it's like once you're cold, you just can't fix that. And I've had people say, well, you can only take off so much clothing and st you're still hot. And you can't do it. I've not, I've not experienced so much heat that I needed to be in a swimsuit, so to say, <laughs> or I don't want to, well, to be naked. You don't want to be naked anyway, because the sweat sticks to you. You need cotton clothes on. But uh, <laughs> I've never been so warm that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't manage it. So, yeah, I've not been, I've been to San Diego. I've not been to Northern California, but, and I was only there for a conference. So I was in one of those awful conference hotels and, you know, there wasn't just in, because I flew in, obviously I didn't rent a car, wasn't there long enough for all of that. And it was very expensive to attend that conference anyway. I, I didn't do any sightseeing other than what I could walk. And there wasn't a whole lot you wanted to walk around in that area where that conference center was. I told the husband uh, here a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, the Philippines is supposed to be a really good place economically you know, for, for somebody 
from outside it we might could retire down there and he said you know and then he got to talking about all these different places in the world that are supposed to be um uh, reasonably reasonable for people on um, what would be in the United States a modest retirement you can live quite well in some of these other countries a friend of my dad's goes to Taiwan I think it's Taiwan so he he travels down there for x amount of time and then comes back here but I don't think I want to go there I I don't know I really like where I'm at but who knows by the time we're ready to retire what things are going to be like so I'm looking over again over at Clapper. We've got quite a few people looking over there. Hello. Glad to see you all. Say hello, please. And let me know you're all in there. I don't, um, I'm still working on this live experience on Clapper because I'll see stuff and it scrolls off and I, I miss it. So if you uh, just be patient, just be patient. Okie dokie. Let's see. I've got... What's happening here? I've got my um, telegram open, and so it's pinging in my ear, and I'm not sure what's going on. Okay. Nothing, just kind of general chatter. I've got to learn. Ooh, somebody's got a, is that a beef hanging? I'm not sure if it's a beef or, I think it's beef. Anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I've got to learn to turn uh, Telegram off. I just have to turn it off because I get caught up in the conversation all the time. You too. You two have a great Friday and take care. Chris, you go have fun. <laughs> or at least try. Name it after me. <laughs> I... Uh, <clears throat> I'm still, I, I love the conversation on Telegram and the different groups, but I can just get lost in there and lose hours. And I've absolutely got to stop doing that. I've absolutely got to stop doing that. So, oh, I thought I had a couple folks over on the Facebook. I don't see you guys now. Well, let's talk about a couple things. Oh, listen. For those of you who may be, and unfortunately, Clapper people, you're going to have to either check out the YouTube stream or get a pencil to write this down. Uh, I have loaded some new stuff in my Etsy shop. And the Etsy shop is obviously Etsy.com slash Holstein House. H-O-L-S-T-E-I-N House. Holstein House. I have loaded up some... Uh, let me see if I can share this over here. Um, YouTube there. Look there. Can you see how I did that? Isn't that neat? I have loaded up three different three different images. One is a round Holstein House logo that I, I put together here maybe la last year, about the middle of the year. I haven't really fully transitioned to it, but I'm going to. So it has a... Uh, it has a round oh shoot let me see is that gonna work there we go it has a round logo um for holstein house and then i have a logo a um an image for hip camp oh shoot 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to do. Anyway, I, I've got uh, two hip camp, hip camp images. One is for the tent because we're doing tent a little spot for tent campers and one is a small little like um, VW microbus kind of uh, image for those who might come in a small van camper type I don't have I don't have room or facilities for a large pull behind but a small van camper very small like those teardrop campers maybe you know we can we can probably do that because I just have uh, a parking area for that but I've put those on backpacks, t-shirts, ceramic coffee mugs, and enamel coffee mugs, and some stickers too. So if you want to go over to Holstein House uh, Etsy and look at those and see if you'd like to buy one. I tried to keep the, the uh, prices down because sometimes I look at people's promotional things and I think that I can't, I'm not, can't pay that kind of money for that. But um, so I tried to keep that down. Oh, and there's my little cookbook, digital download for the cookbook that I talk about all the time. It's on Etsy. I'm also putting the link to this in the uh, show notes, in the show notes for the podcast and for the video on the YouTube. Thank you, Mike. Oh, it 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 automatically. I see. I don't. I'm not familiar with. Can you, Mike? Can you order from Etsy over there? Does it like cost a lot? Is the shipping a lot? Or I know you have stuff. Uh, Josh sends you stuff through, or Brian sends you through stuff to your sister, and then she ships it over for you. But is Etsy like really expensive for you to do too, or have you ever? purchase from Etsy. I tried to, I, you know, you can, you can put anything on in Etsy. I mean, they have just tons and tons of things that you can put your logos on. I tried to keep it kind of relevant. I, I didn't see any point in putting anything like notebooks, spiral notebooks, and they have underwear, underwear and leggings and pajamas and stuff. I, I try not to do that because I didn't see any point. All right, I'll take that off there. Let me see. Let me go back here. There we go. Now we're back. And I think I figured out on on Tuesday, we were having some lag issues with the video. And I think that was because in the background, stupid Apple iTunes was trying to update. Now, I don't even use iTunes on this machine. This is a uh, refurbished machine that my father-in-law did for me, and he has it on the administrator side. And I didn't even think about it. And I tried to remove it, and I couldn't because you got to have the administrator password. It's just a matter of reaching out to him and saying, hey, Dillard, what's that password? But I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, so I don't, I mean... Oh, but I guess you could have it sent to your sister's place, couldn't you? If you got a sticker or two, could ship it over there to her. That wouldn't be too bad, I guess. Excuse me, I got a little. I've always got sinus stuff going on, allergies and things. I guess I could stop sharing that. That might help. Uh, well, 
Yeah, we'll stop sharing. There we go. Okay, so I do have a little bit of things I was going to talk about if we if we didn't have a lot going on today. I've got somebody over on Clapper trying to be nasty. I'm not into that, Clapper. I'm not going to change positions for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so some of you are going to be hearing the podcast version of uh, today's episode, today's uh, unscripted, and uh, you're going to hear it probably on uh, Fountain FM, because that, when I go and look at the metrics for the uh, podcast, most of my downloads and most of the people are listening on Fountain FM, and if you are, and if you participate in the value for value exchange. I hope at some point today I'll say something you find valuable. If you find that anything I've said today is educational, makes you laugh, makes you cry, you know, just makes you think, I hope you'll share a little bit that way. And uh, I do now have on Telegram, I do have that tip bar fixed in the Holstein House uh, podcast group. I thought I had it because I, I signed up with it, but it wasn't actually in the group. So I didn't know you had to make it a member of the group for it to work, but it is in there. So if you use uh, Telegram and you tip people on Telegram, there I am. You can tip me some sats. And I hope maybe something I'll say today you'll you'll clip it and boost it and you know even if you don't please share with your friends and subscribe and and encourage them to subscribe as well whether it's on youtube or fountain or any of the other podcast apps or even on clapper share uh, the link and ask people to subscribe so i'm going to talk just a tad about the house i uh trying to shuffle my pages around here uh postal delivery seven, seven us dollars 14 for the enamel mug is reasonable okay okay you feel like 14 dollars for the enamel one is i i didn't think that was too bad um you know i've got i've seen some where people are asking 20 bucks and and, and you can do that i just felt like the um default profit margin on the things uh on the on the things are, it is like 40 percent i'm all for profit and i'm all for you know um capitalism but 40 percent to me is just too too high i think a reasonable amount is between 25 and 30 because especially on these things because all you're doing is dropping your image there you're not you're not spending a lot of time well i'm not i didn't spend a lot of time creating them i mean even if i've got the living wage people like to talk about of 15 bucks an hour which why stop there but that's another conversation it didn't take me an hour to put those things together it didn't take me 15 dollars worth of resources 
to put it together, much less $15 an hour for my salary. So it, um, and, and in the professional world, in, in the work that I do, I'm, I charge way more than 15 just for my labor. I, and then, you know, add the administrative costs to it too. So I tried to, I tried to dial that down a little bit and, you know, I just didn't feel like, and the, you know, the shirts, I tried to, I tried to make sure that everything was uh, pretty reasonably priced. And I don't, you know, I don't know about the shipping. If I like to take that into consideration too. I know that, you know, it's easy to go and shop and do this, but then when you start adding shipping that I, I do sometimes I'll get on the um, Goodwill site. They have an online, um, online uh, auction site for a lot of things. And I'll look at things there and I'll, I'll, consider the shipping I get the shipping estimate and then think okay if it's going to cost ten dollars to ship it to me ten dollars is what I'm adding to my bid so if I think something's worth five dollars but it's going to take me ten dollars to ship I'm actually paying fifteen dollars for that so I try to look at it that way I get there are people out there who are who would probably jump up and down and scream and tell me how dumb I am for doing that. And just, I don't, I'd like to consider a little bit of everybody. I, I don't think there's anything wrong in profit. Everybody's got to rationalize that for themselves, but I don't see any point in bleeding people to death, you know, especially for something like this. I'm not putting a lot of effort in it. And, you know, the people put, making it aren't putting a lot of effort in it. They've got, you know, equipment and it's, they're, you know, cranking stuff out so fast. So anyway, moving along on this for now, the contractor that we have, uh, well, the, the contractor that I call for a lot of stuff that we can't do ourselves, stopped by Wednesday at the fellowship hall. We had our Bibles and brunch service, uh, or Bibles and brunch Bible study at 10. Then we had a brief um, Ash Wednesday service when that finished up. And at about 1130, we started a drive up Ash Wednesday service and the drive up Ash Wednesday service. And, and I'm not trying to proselytize here, but I actually do have these things just sitting here because some days I'm a slob and I just lay things down wherever. And I happen to do that with these. I took them out of my purse and, um, laid them down here. I made these little cards because I do stuff like that. I've done it all my professional career. And what that, what we did was we had uh, a, um, of course we had the ashes and the oil and stuff to do. And what I would do is I would read this card and this card says, uh, is it's a prayer. It says, almighty God, you've created us out of dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and penance, that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Then, you know, I do the ashes and I, I tell the person, remember that dust that you remember that you are dust and to dust you'll return. And then I give them this little card and this little card has a, a a part of Psalm 51. I'm not going to read all of it to you because you're not here for Ashwin's to service, but it's, uh, and it's, this is the, this little card is from a, um, uh, from name tags. 
like you get at a conference and they put them in the little plastic sleeve or the little plastic pin on thing and then you return the little plastic holder and you keep your name tag well that's all these are these little name tag cards and you get six on a sheet and you they're perforated and you cut them out well i have a bunch of these because of some of the work that i've done i've got a lot of these left over and i thought this would be really neat for our ash wednesday service so the drive up service they get this little little you know piece to keep that's a, a piece of uh, psalm 51 and then on the back it has our our easter's themed videos for our bibles and brunch so um you know so march like this of course the day i was handing them out was the 22nd and the the video was i believe in easter and then march 1st and the 8th it's a two-parter and it's behind the easter story you know so that's that's what this was and that's what oh over here and that's what i was doing uh Wednesday when the contractor drove up because he lives here in town and he he has to go by our church to go over to his place and uh, so he stopped and he said I hope you like black and I said what do you mean I hope I like black I thought he meant the ashes because I had the big black ashes on my forehead and he said um, I can't get your porch rail set in white I'm like man he said he was going to go look, and that was from Lowe's. He said he was going to go look at Home Depot, and then he had to go to Menards for something else. He was going to look at Menards. Now, Menards is not convenient to us here. <laughs> Menards is about an hour drive from here. But he said he had to stop there anyway, and he was, he was going to stop on his way to Ohio for whatever he had to go do over in Ohio. And he was going to stop there and check, and if he could get him there, he would get him there. I told him, I said, don't be charging me mobilization fees because <laughs> I'm not sending you to Menards. But if he could, can't find what we're looking for, the, the more traditional white posts is what I'm wanting, the square posts, and I may not be able to get it, which I think is dumb because they have a whole catalog with these things on that um, they say you can order. Well, apparently you can't order them. They don't have them. So there's that. Mike says, I noticed some prices, for example, YouTube membership, Etsy, Merch, Amazon, convert much lower over here to the Philippine pesos. However, international shipping over here will cost more than the retail price of an item. Yeah, isn't it crazy? So, and shipping sometimes on other stuff will do that. That's why I go ahead and... Um, pay for Amazon Prime. I also pay for dumb Walmart membership, but that the idea behind that was to compare, you know, Amazon Prime membership and Walmart membership. And then the gas station up here decided to connect with Walmart so that we can get a discount on gas at the gas station using the Walmart app. And that's good. Dis discount on fuel is always good. So I don't, I don't know what our front porch is going to end up looking like. And I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm getting aggravated because I want that rail done because we're going to have, well, we're having guests, but we're going to have more guests coming up as the weather improves and people travel more. And I, I don't want that porch not finished. So, I mean, it's not his fault. I'm not saying anything like that, but I just want to get that over with and done because it's going to be expensive anyway. So I am making progress getting rid of DirecTV. I'm going to probably enter the um, cancellation thing in the app on Sunday. 
we're going to try to run the cable this weekend, which is another one of the things we've got to get done here so that uh, we can we can dial that uh, attic antenna in for the local channels. And there's there's this thing they make that you can put in between the uh, TV antenna cable, coax cable, and the television, a television, whichever television, and it creates a Wi-Fi signal so that you, your antenna channels connect with your Wi-Fi and you can get your local channels and any TV that's connected to your Wi-Fi. So that, I don't know, it's about $150. I don't know if I want to pay that or not. So hello you new people on clapper i have that little wish list thing so anybody who wants to i've got a wish list on coffee and donuts so you can i don't know how i don't really know how that works over there but uh, i guess it's kind of like um tipping with uh, sats and stuff so go ahead and buy me some coffee over there on clapper it'd be fun figure out how to get all this stuff working the uh, the trans the transition to T-Mobile's will take a little longer. I gotta I gotta still yet figure out um, you know which of the three phones are are paid. Well, I know my husband's phone's paid for. I gotta find out for sure if mine is. That's on a paper bill somewhere. I gotta dig that out of the pile and um, look for that to get um, to get off of AT and T and moved over to T-Mobile. Now I did have someone tell me. Most of my friends who commented when I asked for input on T-Mobile were very positive in their reviews. I had one person who wasn't. But he said he can't get signal at the camp. His camp is in Greenbrier County. It's in a deep uh, hollow. And I, I doubt that they even get daylight over there. So I don't know if I'm going to worry about that or not. We have a limited cable service included in the rent price for our apartment. Wi-Fi is extra. You could, I mean, could you get, uh, Mike, could you get uh, your own device and connect it into your cable service? Because I, I have a box from the cable company and I have my own router, my own Wi-Fi router. And my Wi-Fi router has the uh, oh damn, the VPN on it, so I got that and put it on. And I I kind I like the VPN, the idea behind the VPN, but I'm finding it's interfering with some other stuff. So I was logging into something with the phone. What was I logging into with the phone? There was what was that? Um. Darn it, I can't remember now. There was an app on my phone I had to log into. For whatever reason, I guess there was an update or something, and it and it had me um, logged out. And it said, you're, it said, respond to the email. So I responded to the email, and it said, you've responded from a different IP address than the one we sent it to. And I realized, well, that's the VPN, because it, it's constantly scrambling that IP address so that the chances of getting hacked are reduced and I've run into where that's caused me some trouble with my notary work that uh, I can't upload documents because it's saying I'm not you know I'm I'm moving around too much or something so I end up having to try to do some stuff with the phone because I could take it off of 
the Wi-Fi and use the phone, and then it's got a constant um, address. So it's it's kind of aggravating to me. But as far as I, I kind of want to get that um, that uh, Wi-Fi device for the antenna, but I just don't want to. I just don't want to pay that. Okay, sorry. I had to fuss at the dog. <laughs> he was into the cat food yesterday. I mean, heavy. He they pulled the cat food dish off of a off of a. It wasn't on the counter. It was on a high high chair, and. Uh, had the cat food and they're uh, well bob is allergic so he's not supposed to be in it our service and amenities provided by our landlord for our property unit in general are set up sort of like an airbnb and not amendable for upgrade <laughs> well i've had people that stayed here <laughs> that altered things this thing you you put in between your TV and your cable box. So the coax cable. Now, you might have, you know, it wouldn't be coax on that. It would be um, Cat5 cable, I think. And you would connect the, I don't, I would have to see it. But here, I, my, um, I don't have any Cat5 cable here to show you. But you know it clips. A Cat5, it, it clips into a spot. Uh, a, a hole kind of almost like a USB, but it's not the USB. It's for the network cable. So you, you clip that in. I wish I had one here handy I could show you. Any other time I'd have stuff everywhere. But... Um, you just need a little piece of jumper, a little piece of Cat5 cable that you could, a network cable that you could go from the cable box to a router. But oh, hey BJ, I didn't know you were there, but bless your heart, I'll be thinking of you and praying for you guys and praying for Leora. Uh, hopefully, she'll be feeling better and 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 praying for Pastor Bill too. I'll love you. I'll love you. Be careful driving. But you should be able to, um, you could probably take a, I, I'd have to look at it. But my box has the network cable um, out port and then you put it into the Wi-Fi box. And you're not tearing anything up or tearing anything apart. You're just clipping in a wire here and clipping it in here. And But I, I'd have to see what you've got. But you're smart, Bella. You can. It, but if you can't, you can't. I mean, I don't want to try to get you in trouble with your landlord or anything there. So, but uh, scheduling, I'm still freaking out about scheduling. I don't know if I got, I don't remember what all I talked about on Tuesday, really. Um, I'm still working on some scheduling and, and trying to get everything uh, lined up. I, I did have a potential housekeeper I, I'm, I text messaged her and she hasn't responded back. I text messaged her yesterday morning. So it's been a little over 24 hours. I haven't heard from her. And she's a young person that likes to text. So I would think that she would have already responded if she was going to. So I kind of think that may have fallen down the 
hole, the rabbit hole. Uh, I mentioned the DirecTV thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm kind of all out of whack over here at, at Holstein House. There's there's so many things, and, and spring is coming, and I need to get the seeds started here in a couple of weeks. And there's chickens and ducks at Tractor Supply. I saw them yesterday. Oh, they're so cute. I almost bought them, but I'm not ready. I don't have my 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 um, cages ready for them. And I have to put them in the basement or come up with some other way out in the doghouse to keep them warm. I, well, I have to get, I would have to have electric out there and I would have to run an extension cord to do that. And then it would just be, I don't know, but I, it, it's possible, but it's awfully, nothing else is heated out there and I'd be, it's just a mess. But anyway, the better, better place for them would be in the basement. And so what I want to do is get uh, they had um, khakis and they had pecans and then they had three or four different types of chicken I've not I don't want to say I haven't heard of but I'm not familiar with because I've looked through a lot of the breeds and they had uh, leghorns and I kind of want to get leghorns as much as I like the color eggs I love those colored eggs especially in a package to, to give or sell they are uh, they're not reliable. They they don't lay as well and reliably as the leghorn, and the leghorn's just a good all-around chicken. So um, we don't have a cable box or router box in our unit, but we have basic media and internet. Wi-Fi goes up to about sixty miles. How how do you do? You, do you have that little Cat Five cable with the the coax cable with the wire sticking out in the middle of the connector and you twist it in is that because if you've got that you can get around it too you can do almost the same thing but uh, again i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to encourage you to get yourself in trouble with your landlord i'm just trying to think i know there's ways around it without tearing stuff up but um I, again I'd, I'd have to see i'd have to see what you've got going on down there. Now, um, for the Airbnb, I don't, and the B&B, I don't have a lot going on right now. We've got some guests coming up and um, I've got, I've still got the, um, discount code but most of you guys are not going to be coming up and staying but you're more than welcome to if you're in the area obviously the um the discounts are still in place but i i reached out i mentioned that i had someone uh ask about their their husband staying while he was in the area working for several weeks i reached back out to her and told her that we could after the eighth we could accommodate him for several weeks in a row and she said that they, that he was at a hotel and that was okay so i started thinking and i, I was paying attention to some commercials uh, vrbo is pushing the um if you're in a vacation home you you don't want to share it with a host you don't want to share it with anybody you you get your own vacation i i i don't I'm trying to think of a way, you know, I'm trying to look at different types of advertisement and seeing how, how I could uh, um, kind of use it, you know, in, in my favor and 
I don't, I don't advertise, my, well, I don't pay for advertisement, but I don't advertise myself as a vacation home. I'm a place, I, one of my, on one of the official Airbnb um, chat rooms, chat boards, I, my signature line says I, I treat, I, I view my guests as cousins and some of those cousins are crazy because I've had some really, really weird people here before and I mean kind of spooky weird you know not just they like milk in their Pepsi kind of weird I mean these are some real weirdos I've had but I don't I don't present myself as a uh, as a holiday I don't present myself as a vacation home I don't I I present myself as you know a lady and her husband and her dogs and cats who have a room to share in a small community that would like for you to come and stay. And I try to treat people like like extended family, not not like my son or daughter. I'm not that mothery kind of thing, but like extended family. And you know, if you had a cousin coming in from another state who maybe you haven't seen since you were kids and they were coming to stay, that's that's kind of the way I like to look at at guests you're a distant cousin you're somebody who um uh you have coax hdmi wiring for our tv we don't, don't really need any more upgrades well i'm trying to think of how you can do it without paying for it but that's okay but i you know i'm looking at at folks that come to stay as i'm welcoming you to my home you're you're like a like a cousin you're coming to visit you know, you get your private room, we may share, we have a shared bathroom and, and you're going to eat in the dining room and stuff. But, you know, it's, that's the kind of setup I've got now with the uh, hip camp. That's new. I, I've never done that before, but it's going to be along the same lines. The only difference with the hip camp is that I'm restricting people to the maximum of two nights because this, I don't want it to become a campground type setup. Whereas I could, and I have hosted because I had a travel nurse stay here before. I've hosted people for weeks at a time. I don't want to get into that with a a tent camper or a a, a van. The hip camp um, arrangement that I'm looking at is you, you know just for a quick stop, a quick rest. You know, come and you know, rest take a shower on your on your way you know whatever have some breakfast here you know buy some merch <laughs> and we'll see you later you know drive safely so there are some places in my area where people can like canal state forest you can hike and you can ride horses and stuff like that there's a national uh, gully um, New River Gorge National Park, it's they only designated a national park, I think last year or the year before, that people can go and whitewater raft and stuff. But if you're tent camping or if you're in a van camper or if you're pulling one of those little tiny teardrop type camper things, this is this is not for your long term. This is a place to stop and rest. So uh, it's um, property mostly studios initially marketed for airbnb or short term but later was converted to long-term month to month i uh, yeah uh mike yeah that's probably true i know a lot of people who 
put their technically rental property, like a home or whatever, on Airbnb and stuff in between, you know, long-term renters. So, and so what you're dealing with is kind of a reverse of that. Somebody's had an Airbnb and decided that it, it could have been for um, um, zoning or anything. There's a lot of places that are cracking down on Airbnb that they they don't uh, they don't want that. Now, I I'm not an absentee landlord or, not, or an absentee host, and that's again kind of what you know, they're talking about VBRO is what they're talking about is, you, you know, you've got the cabin in the woods kind of thing. So, and that's fine. If that, if that people want that, that's fine. That's not what I'm doing. So if you're coming here to stay, you're coming to stay with us in our house. So, but um, the, the, I've been trying to look at, and I was listening to, um, oh shoot, I forget who it was. I was listening to somebody on YouTube today as I was doing some housework and stuff. Oh, shoot. I can't think of who it was. And they had a really interesting take on um, advertising their business. And I, oh, I've forgotten. Like, it was one of those things. I should have wrote it down and I didn't. I thought, I'll remember that, but I didn't. And I, I thought, I'm, I'm going to try to adapt that approach. I'm going to try to adapt that, you know, to my, my um, short-term stay hip camp i do i think i think for the hip camp i have everything i need to set up that portable bathroom again i know that hip camp with hip camp you can request people to provide their own so that if you're coming to stay you either have if you're in a tent you have to bring your own compostable uh, toilet or or you know if you're in your van camper thing you have to use that but i i I don't want somebody using the backyard and I, I don't know that I, that somebody would just because they're listed with that wouldn't do it. And I may not know it for three or four days after they leave. So I'm okay with a portable uh, bathroom setup. So I think I have all the pieces for that. I have the, the pop-up. I had, it came yesterday. I have the uh, sink set up it came yesterday I have the uh, uh, the seat and the bucket I hate to say that but the seat and the bucket and I have the bags and I have some uh, pine chips well I already have the pine chips because of the of the chickens and the ducks I put that in there and um, Brian had mentioned to me on our conversation here a couple weeks ago about using that I think he was using it he, the person he was talking about used that in a composting uh, uh, toilet setup. But I got to thinking, if I'm going to have to empty the bags that are in this toilet that I've got, it would be nice to have the uh, shavings in there, the pine shavings, to absorb stuff so it's not, you know, sloshy. And so when I tie the bag off and, and get, dispose of the stuff, it's not, it's not a sloshy mess. So a composting outhouse was mentioned. If I provided a, a, a structure, a tent of any kind or a structure, I have to, with hip camp, I would have to provide either a rented uh, porta john or a, a, an actual structural um, outhouse. It has, it has to be more of a permanent setup, either 
it can't be what I'm doing. The, the composting, I don't have a place for an outhouse. And I, I, if I tried to put one, it'd have to be back over the hill. That hill is so steep and so soft. The ground is so soft. You, you just you can't really even stand up back there right now. I'm probably going to run into trouble trying to put an outhouse in because not only are the neighbors going to say, why does she have an outhouse when we've got public sewage? But it's going to draw unwanted attention by people. And I don't want to build one. I, I don't want a permanent outhouse out there. And a composting toilet setup is really expensive. M maybe if this if this if I get a lot of people coming it, it might be worth the investment but at this point when I don't know what I'm about to get into with it I, I don't think that's an investment I want to make we have a camper uh, uh, and so and he uses it when mostly when he uh, goes uh, out of state for work and we we wouldn't have any need for a, a composting toilet to to, to get a portable one so I I thought that we I kind of I was reading the um, hip camp information and it, it talked about all these different things and and Brian talked about different things and it's a it's an idea but it's not going to fit here so uh, it's just not a good fit for where we are I, I am also in the process of getting I've talked to the contractor. We got a bid on putting a roof on the doghouse, which is the building we've talked about before. I mean, I can go as far as getting the doghouse up and ready and rent it out too. And so the people who on hip camp, they wanted to go and stay in there, but uh, and make that available. But I, it, we're not ready for that right now. So it's just, it's just not in it's just not a good fit for us to have an actual outhouse on the property now something that when i was uh talking to mr holstein and my dad uh the other day after church you know we take him dad to um, shoney's every sunday after church was offering because we have clean outs on our uh, septic lines to the to the public sewer could we offer people the option to, you know, kind of like a, a, a dump station set up for a fee? That crossed my mind as a way to, <laughs> as a way to uh, upsell people, I guess you could say. If you, if you come in in your camper van and, and you need to empty out, then we could for a fee. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know if I'd get in trouble for that or not. We'd have to, um, we have a clean out behind the house our ours goes uh, from from the back of the house out um the rest of them on this on our street come forward to the front of the property and or to the road in front of our houses i i know on our property there is another tap for the sewer because there was one set for the little dog house that they never got connected i could i could tap into it I don't know how well I could do it without getting in trouble. <laughs> there should be a tap there, and it is at our property, but 
it's tied with the water bill. So you're technically not supposed to be on the public sewer if you don't have public water service. And right now there's no public water right there. It's just, it's a lot to think about and take some, uh, uh, I'd have to pay somebody to, to go in there and do that. But it's an idea. I, I've, I've had several things flash through my brain since we started talking about this that may be on the edge of getting me in trouble with the, the county. <laughs> Not like illegal, but not exactly what they had in mind when they when they set some things up. So, because if I'm paying, if I'm if I'm already if I'm already paying water service, I should be have full access to the sewer. Whether I'm, you know, because I have to, even if if you fill up a uh, if you're washing your car and that water's not going into the sewer, you still got to pay for sewage based on your usage of water. So it's. It's kind of crazy. Oh, we're getting close to time. I got to watch because dad will be over after a while to get his finger. Well, here in about an hour to get his, his finger stick done. But I do want to make a, um, pardon me. I do want to make a small uh, sheet. Um, I, I started off thinking booklet, but I, I don't think I need that much. Probably a small sheet uh, of paper with just some information to keep in the um, toilet for the guests that asked them. And then I got to thinking instead of using the pine shavings, I could use the horse bedding, those little pine things that they use in horse bedding. That would probably be smarter. So to take, um, and uh, I'm trying to be delicate with my language here, to, to cover up their waste with the pine pellets after they're finished. And then providing a, a bucket with those in there and a little scoop to just kind of scoop it in there so that, um, oh, I'm about to sneeze, so that um, when the time comes for me to clean the toileting, toilet up, then I don't have all that sloshy stuff. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, that's kind of don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, it's, it's um, uh, the difference between... Uh, um, Allowed versus able. I think some of them say allowed versus able. You just do it and then. <laughs> the problem with the don't ask, don't tell is that I'm going to have to tap the, I'm going to have to tap in under the street. So I'm going to have to come off my property line and come under the street to find the connection and, and tap into that. So people around here are nosy and they'll see it. So that's just how to delicately um, do that. And the, the, the tie-in, I think maybe the word I'm looking for, it's tie-in. The tie-in is already there. It's just not being used because when they put the public um, sewer lines through here, I don't know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, if there was a house on the property, they put a tap and, or a connector. And so there should be one there, but you're supposed to notify them before you do it. So it's just, yeah. And I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't really care. I, if they say you're supposed to tell us, I, I would, kind of plead ignorant in that. I'd say, but it's already there. No, I don't Snapchat over there on Clapper. That's not what I'm here for. Thank you very much. Um. I don't. I don't know. I. I would come up with something. I'm pretty good at coming up with. Um, creative problem solving ideas <laughs> but I was going to make a little sheet that asks and, and to keep it in there in that uh, bathroom area that asks you know 
don't uh, to, to use either whether I'm using the pine shavings or if I'm using the horse bedding pellet things because they're they're really good they turn into sawdust when they get wet they're, people use them for cat litter it's they don't have a horrible smell they absorb a lot so it's it's pretty I could get a bag of that it would last a long time um to you know use a scoop of that when you're done or before you go maybe even and then keep the lid shut and please don't make a mess make sure the door shut because I need that door shut all the time or my chickens and ducks are going to go in there and cats and dogs so I don't want our critters going in there and I don't want animals getting stuck in there like raccoon or, or possum or something going in there and getting stuck in there so to you know keep that door shut all the time um the uh the the hand washing station thing you know uh put your put your I'm thinking probably they could put their paper towels in the toilet itself because it it's not going to clog anything up and it would save me having an extra trash can but I could still yet put it because I haven't put them all together yet I don't know how it's all going to fit I don't know how much room I'm going to have once I get there and I, I want to try to do that this weekend so you know maybe they can they could just go ahead and toss their paper towels into the the toilet itself because I mean it's all going to go out anywhere closing the door and just you know those little things and maybe on the back some shameless self-promotion you know get your merch at etsy.com <laughs> slash hosting house <laughs> so i have really a whole lot uh i, I want to kind of keep this pretty close to an hour today i mean i could go on and on and on but i can talk for weeks I did the interview with stan bumgardner and there there is a a clip of it up on uh youtube youtube at robin holstein stan bumgardner this particular clip he's talking about his time with the, the southern rock band rockin horse which i like to tell you that my husband was a keyboard player for and they did some awesome music they really did dave is a fabulous musician and writer in his own right and those guys just were fabulous i mean they didn't need tuning microphone things so that they they were in tune they were good they were really good i hated to see them um clapper is that one that's like um tiktok only without the chinese in it and you can live stream with no more you know i've only got maybe i don't know 80 or 90 people following me that, and i figure a lot of them are weirdos because of some of the comments i see but um, you, you don't have to have um, any set amount of followers to live stream. And so I'm kind of messing around over there to see you know, how it's going to work. I've loaded a few things. I've had a few decent comments. I get some filth too, but, um, you know, you can have that if it's wide open. Uh, I don't know Stitch. I, I don't know Stitch. Um, I, I'm trying to like Clapper if I can get around the the nastiness but that's everywhere even even on tiktok you know so um as i work on on building my community over there uh and i gotta get some more short short content up um i'm not real good with that it, it's just you know i i was getting ready to do one and i looked at the clock and I, I wouldn't have had time to do it today i was getting ready to do one i'm i'm about to amount um i've got box here it's just a it's just one of those things that you put um your uh, broomsticks and mop sticks and stuff on them i was getting ready to put that up with my uh dr the drill that i got um 
the other day from Walmart just <laughs> because I need to show that I'm doing stuff. It's a battery powered drill, heart brand, 20 volt system. Um, it's a really neat little setup and it's easy for me to use. Even with the battery, it's not too heavy. So uh, I did, I put up um, a, 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 one of these really large clocks on the front porch this morning. I thought, dummy, 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 you should have videoed that. Well, it was easy. I didn't have a lot of trouble with this drill. You know, usually you've got the cord and stuff. And, and I, there's a couple other things that I got to do that I'm going to video for short content. I'm just not that good with it. And I just don't have that much time to, to fool with it. But I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not uh, good. I don't know anything about stitch. Now over here, it's fussing about needing the, about my battery going dead. So I'm going to, probably should just turn it off and I'm going to, put the battery and we'll put a battery in. I should be done because you know been going for an hour. Oh shoot. There we go. I think I got it. <laughs> now it's gonna sit sideways. <laughs> if it sets up sets up at all. I think it's charging. Yeah it's charging. Just have to be crooked. Um, so yeah, I don't uh, unboxing short videos. Yeah, but I forget. I forget, and I, you can only unbox that thing once. But now this has two of them. I'm gonna put the other one out in the uh, chicken coop. It, it came as a uh, package of two because I have some small tools like like uh, that I got at uh, Tractor Supply garden tools. Like they make them for kids, but I got a small shovel, small rake, and stuff to use in the chicken coop because that have space for a gigantic one anyway so it's okay I may do it as a uh, as an unboxing there but so for those of you who aren't familiar you can go to robinholstein.com and look at the menu and you will see Holstein house there and you can look around and you can book either through I've got a link for the Airbnb listing and I've got a, a link for a direct booking so if you are in the area, if you're traveling to or through West Virginia along Interstate 6477, the West Virginia Turnpike, you can look us up and see if you need a place to stay. Oh, and before I go, let me ask this question. And Mike, you, you might be able to help me out, except it's kind of late where you're at. I'm surprised you're still awake. I would not be awake. That's why I don't get, you'll very seldom see me on a, a live Toolman 10 or now I do, Brian, of course, it's early in the morning for me and I'm up. Uh, Josh is later in the evenings and usually I'm winding things down, putting things away. And so I don't get to participate much with his, but I do catch a lot of them on replay, but I'm noticing a trend. Now, this isn't a um, judgmental comment. I don't, I don't care if what you do really you know within the the bounds of uh of the law but um why is it such a big deal to be drinking whiskey on your videos where did that come from and why i don't i've had my share of whiskey i drink wine occasionally i'm not saying you you should or shouldn't drink at all it's not it i'm just noticing this trend of people grabbing their whiskey glass and going and taking a big like it's like it's a 
I don't know, a, a rebel thing. People drink whiskey. I've, I've had my share of Gentleman Jack. I've had my share of, you know, Crown Black. I, I've had my share of high dollar stuff. I used, I used to love White Russian, you know, and, but I just don't get it. Why? It's Friday night, no early morning Saturday schedule. Okay, that's true. You did tell me you, you didn't, you had just normal, normal um, errands to run. So I don't stay up on Friday nights anyway, anymore. And it, it's mostly because I still have to get up early for the, to take care of the chickens and ducks. <laughs> Our late nights, weekends have been, oh, pretty well emaciated because of his work and, and our chickens and ducks and stuff. So he has to leave so early for work. And then it's just, you're getting up at 4, 4.30 and you're working a whole day and then trying to go out and play music at night. He figured out real quick that was just not a thing anymore. It's part of growing up, I guess. But I just, I don't know. I don't know where this sudden, uh, and maybe it's not even sudden. It's just something I've been noticing that, you know, people are, are drinking and maybe it's not even really whiskey. Could be tea. But, um, you know, just making a big deal out of it. Is it, is it, they want to feel like they're at the bar having a drink with their buddies. I mean, I don't know. It's just an observation. It's not a uh, a judgment at all. And you don't drink what you want to drink. I don't care. But I just, you know, I, I just, I don't know. So I'm going to wrap it up. I was going to talk some more about the Ohio situation with the chemical spill. But I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I hate that phrase, but it is what it is. You can't fix it. You can't, you can talk it to death. But you, you can't change anything. The chemicals are spilled. They've been burned. The stuff's in the air. Everybody's going crazy about false gene. And I mean, in the water, it's it's done. It's done. And it just has to be, um, it has to be cleaned up. And I don't know, it would depend, whether I would drink the water would depend on where the water source is. If it's well water, I'd be really worried about it. I'd be worried, about, depending on how close I am and where the water table. So you got to know all this other stuff. You can't just run in and start screaming, you know. You got to know where's the water table? Where is this pollution, pollution and chemicals in relation to the water table? Where are the intakes for the city water? You know, how? where's your well, water well in relation to all this other stuff? The bigger thing that I'd be worried about is the dust and the sediment in the house and on the grass. I'm not worried about phosgene at this point. You know, you're not going to get enough phosgene to, to hurt you at this point. And, and if you were going to get it anyway. Um, and, but the dust in the house, I, that I'd be concerned about. Your air filters, I'd be changing my HVAC filters every week. Honestly, even if I had to just get cheap ones, I'd be changing them every week and for a while until I knew that most of that dust was out of my, out of my home. But um, uh, I only saw that what you drink and show and tell on some of those Unloose the Goose after party related videos. I never watched, saw that Unloose the Goose thing. I'm not even sure what it is. Um, I, and I don't know, I mean, I don't, there's a couple of them. I say I don't want to name people because it's not like, they're not doing anything wrong. You know, it's not like when Elon Musk was smoking this 
big nasty joint in front of everybody you know it uh, him saying oh yeah i mean it was wasn't even a if you're gonna smoke that stuff find something decent to smoke it out of gosh but anyhow um it, it's not like they're doing anything wrong it's just i i see it i think why 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 make a big deal so so i've got a i've got a, a a cup of coffee here it's in a fairly expensive cup it's one of those ember cups mr Olstein bought me three years ago for christmas and so it it has a charging plate and a usb connection and plugs it into an outlet and it keeps the battery in here charged it keeps the coffee at the good temperature and all that but i don't get it you know i'm not like hey i've got some coffee you know now Brian sells coffee. I get that for him. You know, I get that for him. This is a pitch for him. But these people aren't selling whiskey. And I'm not selling coffee. Brian would like me to. Yeah, it is a nice coffee cup setup when I remember to use it. <laughs> but you gotta be rela you've got to be close to some kind of power source, which can you know, he bought it thinking I could use it on my desk, which I can. But my desk is right now, it's either down in the bunker it's up the street and i i probably wouldn't use it as much so i've got it sitting here but anyhow you know brian's selling coffee so i get it. he's using that as, as part of his marketing but these other people it's it's just kind of like why you know i'm not i'm not promoting ember cups here matter of fact this is the first time i've ever mentioned that this is an ember cup and Pardon me. The coffee is Coal River Coffee, which is sold locally and, and roasted locally. But I'm not a pitch person for them, so I'm not trying to pitch that. I do provide it to people, to guests, fresh ground. I grind it myself, but that's, that's for my guests. That's to spur people to come and stay. But at kind of a marketing so i just i don't know i i don't I, I guess it's just a thing i don't know and that's okay i don't care like i said it's it's just something i noticed that <laughs> it's okay oh let's see uh the, the birthday came and went uh today i have a total of 150,144 satoshis which comes out to a grand total of 36 dollars 17 cents if i do my math correctly and this morning when i checked fairly early this morning bitcoin was at 23,847 us dollars so i still need the wallet um I, I, I'm working on that and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get every, all the things like I'm, I want to get it done by, well, it'd have to be Tuesday. I'd have to get it ordered before Tuesday to be, to have it done by the end of the month. I'll put, I'll put, as soon as I figure out the best app or the best place to purchase it, I'm going to purchase what I need to, to hit that uh, million Satoshis. I, it, I already have, I think I already have enough to do it anyway, uh, as far as us dollars. So we're good there uh our bible study i talked about that already 
I talked about uh, Stan Bumgardner and his the full interview for Stan is going to hit Fountain.fm, uh, the Holstein House podcast, on Saturday. So you'll you'll be able to listen to the whole thing. Stan talks about uh, his time as a fiddle player, some of the, the music he's played, hardcore bluegrass. I think he called it one time. I thought, what? No, what? So he talked about that. He uh, he talks about uh, some working for Culture and History and Golden Seal Magazine. And he talks about uh, cemeteries and the history of cemeteries. I think Brian would enjoy that part of it. Uh, I have clipped that. I'm going to run that a different day and I'll share that around with people later. And he, I mean, he just, he talks about a lot of things. He really does. And it, I think it was a really good interview. I've got somebody else. Um, I'm considering uh, someone from Australia. We got to work out a date. So I'm not going to go too, too deep into that until Hamtech. I'm pro that's, that's probably going to be postponed. Uh, I'm probably not going to go in the morning. Um, I'm going to try to probably wait till the next one. I just have so many other things that need to happen. Like, uh, before the middle of March, uh, that, that, uh, and I know it seems like a long way off, but I need help with it. And the husband, uh, only has the weekends because he works, an hour from the house so his his 10 hour days actually go into 12 hour days because he has to make that drive an hour each direction so um but i'll i'll do it it's going to happen it's just a matter of of doing it, it i'm going to ask him when the next one's scheduled to have come up if it may it may be a little better timing wise for me to do it the next time anyway Let's see, and I am finishing up, I, and I already shared with you about the Etsy shop, uh, Holstein House, Etsy.com slash Holstein House. We've got t-shirts, we've got uh, ceramic and enameled mugs and backpacks and stickers over there with a couple different, uh, actually three different uh, images on them. One is the, the round Holstein House logo, and then there's a couple for the hip camp, one for the hip camp tents and one for hip camp hip camp rv type van bus thingies so uh we're going to wrap that up uh this is actually episode 40 so in 10 episodes or five weeks i'm going to hit 50 and i'm going to decide what i'm going to do for our our 10 uh our 50th broadcast so i um I, I got to think that through. Am I going to give uh, a, maybe a coffee cup, a couple coffee cups away or something like that? So I appreciate you being here with me, Fountain. The, if you're listening to, on Fountain, I hope you will um, boost and, and clip and share uh, the, uh, the podcast. Uh, I want to thank you, Frostinos, for a thousand uh, Satoshis. For my birthday, on my way to being a Satoshi millionaire, I dead dude for fifteen hundred and helping me get the tip box set up in the Telegram. Although he kind of denies it, he says he's innocent, but nobody is innocent. <laughs> you might not be guilty, but you sure ain't innocent. <laughs> Your continued support while I stumble through all this is is really appreciated. So those of you guys that participate in the value for value exchange. I, if, if you found anything informational or valuable or, you know, helpful, um, 
please, please share uh, your your value your your opinion of that with your satoshis. And uh, if there's anything, um, we're oh, hang on a minute. Let's see if there's uh, if there's any questions you have about hosting house or setting up your own Airbnb and stuff like that. Feel free to message me, leave a comment or something, and I'll answer it. Carla asks me. Were you the person putting ashes on folks Wednesday? Just curious. I attended my first Ash Wednesday service this week. Have oh, have observed. Did I miss that? Have observed Lent. Just never been to a service. The whole thing prompted me to research why Lent is 46 days for a 40-day fast. Um, yeah, yeah good, good. Thank you, uh, Mike. Yeah, go for 50. I'm, I'm, I'm going to figure something. Yeah, I'm going to hit 50. I'm going to do that. Carla, yes, I actually did uh, the imposition of ashes. And our pastor, or, well, the covering pastor, it was our previous pastor. It's a long story. I think you know it. But uh, he was actually there for Bible study. I asked him if he wanted to do it. He said, absolutely not. It was, it was fine for me to do it. He just kind of wanted to sit back and attend for a change. So I actually imposed ashes on the pastor and his wife yes 46 days for a 40-day fast i hope you found out that the sundays are not included because question mark they are considered miniature easters in and of themselves so hopefully carla you found that out oh the dogs knocked something over up there uh and i hope you're still there watching so, and I think you are. It looks like you may still be there because you're on the Facebook. So, um, Carla, hopefully that did answer your question. And, um, you know, if you want to message me later, that's fine. I um, That was the first uh, Lent service that I I did. I've participated in, uh, in before. Yep, Catholics don't fast on Sunday, first day of the week, Resurrection Sunday thing. Well, you don't you don't have to fast on Sunday. The it, it's it's actually um, a um, church created tradition. It's not a um, um, oh, rats. The word I'm trying to think of sacrament. It's not a sacrament. It's not one of the things that we're told to um, to observe. But um, so, you know, the rules are set by humans, humans, men, man. So, yeah, I, I don't I haven't fasted for Lent. I probably should. I may. I've been thinking that maybe Good Friday, I might fast for Good Friday. I'm going to look into that some more. I got to look into a few things for church services as well. Uh, in recognition of the period of Lent, I got to get the stuff ready for Sunday. I mean, there's just. There's a lot going on. <laughs> the information I found said it had something to do with how they handled new converts at um, one. Yes. So the um, what the short version of that is years and decades and centuries ago, when they started this observance the you you may have gone forward to the altar and been saved and you're getting ready to be you're ready to be baptized and the 40 days of lent helped prepare you were supposed to do certain things and you prepared yourself for your baptism your baptism would have been on easter sunday or resurrection sunday as some call it so 
yeah, yeah. It was a period of preparation for people before their baptism. Fasting from TV, internet, Oh, uh, well, I tell you what, uh, Mike, what I told the church that uh, when we uh, in service Sunday and actually the Sunday before for Lent, uh, instead of giving up chocolate and TV and those things, give up not going to church. So all these people who sit home and don't go to church, give that up for Lent and come to church. <laughs> So that's that's what I, my challenge to my church. Well, it wasn't so much to my church. It was the people who don't come. <laughs> I'm giving up people for Lent. Well, I don't eat people, so I don't have to give them up, Carla. <laughs> but I do have to go. I do have dad coming over to do his INR test, and uh, we need to get that taken care of. So I will stop here. And I will end the broadcast here. And I thank everyone for participating and everybody for commenting. And all of you guys who see this on a replay, you can feel free to make comments. Put replay in the, before you start your comment, it'll be great. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So now I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. And uh, I will see you again on Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, the 28th. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.